Is there a course you'd like to enroll in or maybe a consultant you would like to hire for a quick short-term project in your business, but you just don't feel like you have the cash available to make that investment in yourself? In today's episode, I'm going to share six strategies to dig up extra cash in your pet business. Hi, I'm Tori Mystic, and you are listening to the Wear Wag Repeat Podcast, the only show dedicated to supporting women in all areas of the pet industry. Welcome to another solo episode here on the Wear Wag Repeat Podcast. Today, I'm excited to share with you a episode that kind of brings me back to an episode of someone else's podcast that I heard years ago that the advice has stuck in my mind. So today I'm going to share with you a few really great creative and fun strategies to dig up extra cash in your business. You might want to use this cash to enroll in an online course or program, to sign up for a special mastermind program, or maybe you want to hire a consultant or someone to help you with a short-term project in your business. I have been in all of those situations myself, and I know that if I had just an extra few bucks or a few thousand bucks (laughs) lying around, it would be much easier to say yes to these types of uh, investments that really are setting me up for long-term success. So in this episode, I'm not really talking about some extra money to buy yourself some new sneakers, <laughs> although new sneakers are essential to walking your dog. Um, but really, I'm more focused here on finding the extra money that you can use to invest back in yourself that those investments are going to grow your business tenfold, twentyfold, thirtyfold in the future. So we're going to focus specifically on six strategies that you can implement right now to get an extra cash flow uh, into your business so that you can invest in some of these programs. So let's dive into it. All right. Strategy one is to offer your specialized pet services. This would be through a one-time offer or maybe a group coaching or a one-time one-on-one session. The key here really is that this isn't like a whole new venture that you're starting that you're going to have to do every week or every month. I'm talking about a one-time offer for group coaching or one-on-one sessions that is focused on your specialty in the pet industry. So maybe this is specialized pet care, or maybe it's some pet business growth knowledge that you have. If there's something really cool that you've figured out, like maybe you're great at Facebook ads, I know that there are people out there who would like to know how to run Facebook ads, and they would pay you for a one-time maybe like a workshop or some kind of other group offer that you could teach your specialized expertise. So this is a great way to leverage your unique knowledge. Uh, That's really kind of the key here. You want to find your little niche of what you're really great at. And the key is that it's something that people need help with. So maybe it's Facebook ads, but in the pet world, you know, if we're talking about pet parents, maybe it's pet behavior and nutrition or grooming or some other great advice that you have to share that you could set up a easy for you to run one time, 
workshop or one-on-one sessions. For instance, you could conduct a virtual training workshop for dog behavior that you do over Zoom and you sell it to people really easily. You come up with an outline for what it is. You provide them with the recording afterward. Maybe there's a very easy to put together PDF guide or a workbook for people to follow while they're doing it. But this is a one-time thing that you could dig up some extra cash real quick by putting this together, focusing on leveraging your unique expertise. Um, Or think about this. um, I think that sharing your business expertise is a really, really great avenue to take. Obviously, I am doing that all the time. (laughs) So instead of helping pet parents, what if you were to share your unique dog business expertise, like how to start a dog walking business? Maybe you do a workshop that's hyper-focused on how to get your first recurring dog walking clients or something like that. So think about, put your thinking cap on and think about what you could do as a one-time workshop to get a nice, quick cash injection in your business. Okay, strategy number two is to create a pet-centric digital product. So this is even easier. If you don't want to go to the trouble of hosting a workshop, you just the idea of scheduling stuff and getting people to show up and then having to speak on camera, if that just petrifies you, Go a different route. Lean into your expertise and create a digital product. This could be a guide. Um, it could be an ebook. It could be an audio series. You can actually sell an audio series or a video series. But for this, I really want to focus on like the easiest thing to do. Video can be easy to do, but I think for those of us who don't like to do video, it's not easy. So maybe it's a digital guide of some kind, and you could discuss different common questions or problems that your audience faces. This would probably be a lower ticket item compared to the um, one-time workshop that I was just talking about in example number one, but this would be a lower priced offering, but still something that you could create easily and really capitalize on your knowledge. So this is, again, kind of going after the low-hanging fruit philosophy of looking at what you already know. Maybe you already have a blog post or a video or something on this topic, and you could create a really great digital ebook or PDF or a guide or anything like that to enhance that, make it really easy for people, give them clear, actionable steps, and then just set it up and sell it. I think what sets these types of things apart is the follow through and the follow up. So I would recommend that you do this through your email provider and you set up a series of automated emails that goes out to these people. I think that's really where the value lies. So if someone buys your digital product, like a guide or an ebook or something like that, you would want to follow up with them with a series of emails saying, hey, I want to make sure you saw section one of the guide, or did you have luck Um, implementing section two and reply to this email if you have any questions. So that's what's really going to make a product like this valuable in my eyes. So a few examples of that, or one example could be a PDF guide of 10 strategies to get your dog to stop pulling on the leash. 
So that would really address a problem that a lot of people have. And I bet as a dog trainer, you could easily think of 10 strategies that would help people do this. But like you can see, the the value would really be in people implementing it. So they're not going to be able to say, wow, Tori's guide really helped me so much unless they actually take the steps and implement it. So that's why I think the email follow-up would be very important. But that's something you could easily set up and pretty much within a week, you could get that up and running and start making some sales and get some extra cash in your business. Before I share strategy number three with you, I want you to just kind of take a moment to brainstorm what you would spend some extra money on. So for example, I have the paid version of ChatGPT. I use it every single day for my business, for planning trips, for just brainstorming, for planning the course that I teach at a local university. I use it all the time. And so paying 20 bucks a month for that makes total sense to me. But if you're like, I would rather save my 20 bucks, (laughs) then maybe creating some sort of digital product that you could sell for five, 10, 15, $20, just a couple of sales, and you would have that business expense completely covered. Okay, so that brings us into strategy number three, which is to audit your business spending. So I hope I got your wheels turning there a little bit with that example I just gave you because this strategy number three is all about looking at what you're spending in your business and really tightening your belt or looking for more affordable options. So if you look at your credit card statement and you see that you are paying $20 for ChatGPT, $20 for uh, Libsyn, which is where I host my podcast, $20 for Zapier, where I run all kind of automations, $20 for Acuity Scheduling, $20 for Zoom, all these $20 things really add up. And I think it would be really smart to look at your statement, look at the services that all of those software give you, and see if there's any kind of overlap or any way that you could downgrade. So for example, on Zapier, which I use all the time for automations, um, they have different pricing tiers that give you so many zaps, which is what they call their automations, per month. And I recently downgraded to the lower level because I wasn't using that many zaps or I was able to turn a few of them off. So I didn't have to completely cut it out. I was able to look at it and see how could I save a few dollars off of this. It was like $10 a month that I was saving. But you could look at all kind of different software that you're using. Another thing that I look at all the time is if there's any kind of like lower price offer for different bills that I have. Um, So I have, you know, called my internet company, called um, my health insurance company, all kinds of different things that I use to negotiate down my expenses. And I save hundreds of dollars per month because I did this. So a great way to get extra money in your business is to spend less money. So make money by saving money. And then you can use that few extra $100 that you save to invest in something that is new, that's going to give you a new skill or maybe a new certification or something like that that's going to help you grow your business. 
Strategy number four is to host a pet-friendly challenge. Now, I love doing this and I've hosted many free challenges, but I also know of people who have hosted paid challenges. And this is a really great way to get some extra money in your business, but also grow your community and grow your engagement. So for example, Maybe you want to host a 30-day enrichment challenge for pet owners. So you could include daily activities and examples. You could give out little awards and badges as the challenge goes on. But maybe you charge people a small fee to participate. You could give out a prize at the end, um, but you don't necessarily have to because with a 30-day enrichment challenge, the prize is really that they've enriched their dog's lives the entire time. But you could... Think of all kind of great ways to pitch this to people so that you could charge a small fee to cover all the work that you're putting into it. I don't see why you wouldn't want to charge for some kind of a challenge like that as long as you're providing really great value to people. And again, following up with lots of emails to make sure that they stay on track and they don't fall off board. Another advantage to charging people for a challenge like that is that they are more likely to stay engaged. So when you do something for free, you are going to get a lot of people signing up, but they don't really have any skin in the game. So they might kind of bail out on your challenge early on. By charging people some kind of a fee, uh, you could, one, get some extra cash in your business, which would be really great, but they're also going to get them more invested in the challenge because they've actually handed over their cold, hard cash to you. So they really want to get their money's worth. So I think this could be a really great way to get some extra cash in your business. You don't have to do 30 days. You could do 15 days or 10 days. And again, it doesn't have to be for pet parents. It could be for other pet business owners. Maybe if you're really great at email marketing or social media, you could host a paid challenge to really give people a uh, expert level of guidance and expertise. So like on a free challenge, you really kind of show people what something is, but you don't really necessarily tell them the how. On a paid challenge, you could tell them everything. You could tell them exactly how to do whatever it is that you do. Okay, strategy number five. I'm having so much fun with these and my wheels are turning as I'm talking, which if you know me or you've ever done a coaching call with me, This is a major problem for me. (laughs) I get my wheels turning and I just get so many ideas and then I don't always have the time to implement them. But this next strategy, number five, is one that I have personally been implementing for a few years. So I mentioned at the beginning of the episode that I heard on someone else's podcast about this, this strategy, how to get some quick cash in your business to invest back in yourself. Um, and I loved this idea so much. So this was actually on an old episode of the Amy Porterfield podcast. It was episode 479, if you want to go look for that in the online marketing made easy podcast. But Amy shared a great tip to get on some market research and survey websites. So a few examples of those are user insights, or I'm sorry, user interviews, swag bucks, and survey junkie. I looked into all of them, and personally, I really kind of clicked the most with user interviews, and I have been in their system for years, and I have made 
probably thousands of dollars by doing these market research calls. So how it works is there's a listing saying, hey, do you wash your hair? <laughs> we would like to interview you about our new shampoo we're developing. Or do you make videos for social media? We would like to interview you about a new video app that we're making for social media. I have talked about so many different topics. Of course, I only apply for ones that are a good fit for me. Sometimes they don't pay very much. It might be $15, but I've had ones that pay as much as $150. And usually it's somewhere between 15 minutes to an hour and a half of your time, I think, at the most. There are a few longer studies, but usually it's just like a Zoom call that's about an hour, and you might make... 50 or 100 bucks off of it. So I've been using user interviews for a while, and I will make sure to put a link in the show notes for this episode. I highly recommend checking it out. It can be a great way to make extra money that, that you can then use to sign up for courses, masterminds, software, hiring consultants, whatever it is that you want to do. If you've had your eyes on signing up for something like B-School, but the sticker price is kind of a little scary to you, using any of these strategies I'm sharing on this episode would be a great way to make that extra money back and pay for programs like B-School or Pretty soon I'm going to launch the Course Creator Mastermind program that I did last year to help pet pros create their first online courses. And of course, if you want to sign up for something like Rank IQ, which is the um, SEO keyword software that I use, that's $50 a month. And sometimes I feel like it's not worth it, but I could easily implement any of the strategies I'm sharing with you here today and make that 50 bucks back so fast that it makes Rank IQ really worthwhile. All right, so moving on to our last one, strategy number six. I had to include this because we are all pet lovers. So this strategy is to offer some pet services to your local community. So maybe you once once a month or a couple times a month, you dog sit on the weekends or overnight during the week. Maybe you pick up a few dog walking clients. Or if you're someone who already does dog walking uh, and pet sitting, Maybe you add on some services like offering uh, snuffle mats that you make yourself. I have a YouTube video of how you can make a snuffle mat for under $10. You could sell these snuffle mats to your clients or you could offer an add-on service of something like stuff a week's worth of Kongs at their home for an add-on fee. So if you were to charge some kind of fee. <laughs> I have no idea what you would charge for that, but we could brainstorm it if you want to. If you were to charge some kind of a fee for stuffing a week's worth of Kongs and topples and just getting those ready for your client, then you could then use that fee to go back and buy something like Rank IQ or ChatGPT paid version. Um, or you could just save it so that then you can invest in something bigger like B-School. So Real quick, I want to recap these six different strategies that I discussed. So one was to share your share. This is a tongue twister. Share your specialized pet knowledge with a one-time offer. We're talking a workshop or something that happens one time. Number two is to create a pet-centric digital product based on what you already know. So the key here is low-hanging fruit. Do not reinvent the wheel for this. Create some sort of digital product. 
that can enhance things that you might already have out there. But where you really provide the value is in that follow-up and that accountability and support. So that's just my two cents. Number three is to audit your business spending. So again, save money to make money. So see where you could maybe downgrade some of your software or cut out things that are redundant and doing the same task for you. Strategy number four is to host a paid pet-friendly challenge. This would be a low-ticket group offer. Again, I think I mentioned 5, 10, 15 bucks or something for people to opt in to this 10-day or 30-day challenge. And there's so many ideas you could do for pet parents or for fellow pet pros. Strategy number five is to look into some of those market research companies. So I mentioned three of them. There are user interviews, swag bucks, and survey junkie. I also forgot to put in my notes here, but I wanted to mention um, signing up for a coupon app like Ibotta. I use this all the time whenever I go to the grocery store. I like pre-clip my coupons in the Ibotta app, and then I get cash back when I buy those items. So I have earned hundreds of dollars by doing this. And I like to tell people that, you know, I can buy free dog food because I'm earning this money back. But really for us, for, for pet pros and pet business owners, that couple hundred dollars that I got back from Ibotta, I could invest that in some sort of online course or something that's going to teach me knowledge or a skill or give me a new certification, like my canine enrichment certification. I could pay for that with the cash back that I get through Ibotta or the fee that I get from user interviews or something like that. And now I'm able to use that certification to sell canine enrichment courses and to just be an expert on that topic. So that was really worthwhile for me. And by doing any of these quick cash earning projects or strategies in this episode, you could easily have all those things paid for. Okay, and then the last one, before I forget it, strategy number six is to offer to pet sit or dog walk for extra money. And here, I think it would be key to kind of focus on your local neighborhood, uh, your friends who live close to you, because if you talk to other pet sitters and dog walkers, the killer is really driving all over town. So you want to make sure that you focus on people who are really close to you, ideally within walking distance, and doing some extra pet sitting or dog walking for extra money. Now, I encourage you to pick one or two of these strategies to implement right away. I'm talking this week. Let's see if you can make some extra money like this week. I think you can do it. Remember to set a SMART goal. So those SMART goals, that's that acronym S-M-A-R-T. So it's... um, I can never think of what it stands for. But two of them, the M is measurable and the T is time-based. And that's what I want to remind you about here today. So for example, say that you set a goal that you want to make $250 extra each month through these things. Uh, And then that way you could keep going past that $250 or you could know when you hit the $250, you you can stop hustling and stop trying to make that extra money. But $250 extra a month would be enough to enroll in a program like B-School. 
So I want to hear which one of these strategies you are going to implement in your business. And if there's anything else that I didn't include here that you think is a great tip, please share it with me and we can share it with the whole wear, wag, repeat world. It's been so fun to dedicate this entire first quarter to talking about money. Uh, I think it's a little bit of a taboo topic sometimes, but you guys, we need to make money for our businesses to stick around and to last. And I know that our businesses make a big impact in people's lives and in pets' lives. So I don't want your business to go under. I want you to make lots of money so that you can keep running your business and keep improving the lives of pets and their people. So I hope that these fun little quick strategies help you dig up dig up some extra cash to invest back in yourself and back in your business. There are more money tips inside of Wear, Wag, Repeat Society. So if you're not a member of Wear, Wag, Repeat Society, you can go to wearwagrepeat.com slash society to get on the wait list right now. But we've dedicated every lesson and conversation in there this entire quarter. So we'll have three months by the end of March full of money conversations. And we just had the most amazing guest expert, Kristen Recupero. She's a certified profit-first accountant. And people are telling me it was the best lesson we've ever had in Wear, Wag, Repeat Society. So that just makes me so happy. And I just feel so fulfilled by sharing this financial education with all of you this quarter. I love that this, was, that this has been our theme and I love to hear that it's making a difference and making an impact for all of you because that is why I do what I do. So thank you for listening to this episode and for doing all that you do in the wear, wag, repeat world. Next week, I will have a short episode for you. I am doing my short leash series. So once a month, I share an episode of The Short Leash, which is an episode under 10 minutes with just a quick actionable tip that you can implement in your business. And next week, my episode will be about my top three money books. Some of the best conversations happen after the episode. Send me a note on Instagram at wearwagrepeat or find even more women petpreneurs to connect with in our private Facebook group called Wear, Wag, Repeat Labs. If you want to dig into more episodes, resources to grow your business, or find a link to something we discussed, it is all right there for you at wearwagrepeat.com. I'll see you back here next Wednesday for a fresh conversation.